No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world. And today we got a very, very talented young artist in the building. Grind Too Hard, Osha. How you doing? Hey, what's up with it, bro? Osha, Osha, how do you? O'Shea. O'Shea? Yeah, yo. Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm totally out of bounds yeah, over here. Out of bounds. <sighs> like O'Shea, you know, Ice Cube? Yeah. Yeah, his name O'Shea. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. That's what's up. Damn. So, okay, because this is very exclusive. People don't know that you don't have any other interviews out. So, this is like. Zero. We're breaking into the world. Have you purposely held back on doing interviews for a while now? Shit. Not really. I just don't really be fucking with people and shit. Like, I don't be doing shit. Right. I just want to do my music and shit like that. Really? You just don't even think about it? Is, is the idea of like doing all this promotion and stuff kind of new to you? Nah, I've been, I've been doing my thing since I was like. Since, you know what I'm saying? Like 2015. So. I know how it goes, so right. you know what I'm saying? Definitely. So, okay, you're from Dallas? Yeah, I'm from Dallas, Oak Cliff. Okay, tell me a little bit about coming up out there. Yeah, coming up out there, it's rough. You know what I'm saying? Only the strong survive. Nigga grew up in, you know what I'm saying, crack houses and all kind of shit like that. Really? So yeah. you, you grew up with both your parents? or? Hell no. No? Nope. My daddy was a bullshit-ass nigga. <laughs> Bullshit. And nigga had like 60 kids. I'm not, I'm one of the oldest. 60? Yeah, like 60 kids. What the fuck? Yeah. So he was just running around here putting then in work. Putting in work. Populating the earth. Holy shit. Yeah. Did you not, how, you, did you get to meet him as a kid, but he wasn't really around like on a real dad level? I mean, I met him a few times. I remember the nigga around, but you know what I'm saying? It's 11, it's 111, but yeah. The nigga was around. It is. Make a wish. Look, nah, look. Look at my shirt. Whoa. One little. That's kind of eerie. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, he was around and stuff, but shit, I ain't really just fool with him like that. I ain't really, you know what I'm saying? Your mom didn't even make it a big deal or didn't nah, really talk to you about him that much? Didn't make, make it a big deal. Okay. Damn. Yeah. So, your mom, though, like, how many, how many kids does she have? Your dad my, made six kids, but. My mom got six kids. I'm the oldest. Okay. Yeah. Damn, so that's pretty pretty big family as well. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. What what was she doing and how hard was it for her to make ends meet with that many mouths to feed? Yeah, she was working from job to job, like, you know what I'm saying, doing all kind of shit. And I was at home watching my little brothers and sisters and shit, trying to figure out a way we can motherfucking get out the motherfucking ghetto. Really? Yeah, yeah. Was it bad? Like, yeah. did you really have to struggle to, to put food on the table and shit? Yeah, yeah. My mama, it's, it's six of us and one of her. Right. So, you know what I'm saying? It was just, shit, a whole bunch of shit nigga had to do. And your other siblings, how much younger than you are they? Because you basically are like the man of the house. You're having to look out yeah. for everybody. Got to look out for everybody, you know what I'm saying? Mama getting bullshit at boyfriend. He needed some lames. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I got to watch out for my little brothers and my sister and shit. You know what I'm saying? Got to make sure ain't no weird ass niggas coming around my brothers and them and shit. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. What about the actual area you lived in, though? Like, what was it like a community vibe, or was it just kind of straight wild? It was straight wild, ratchet. Really? Fucked up. Crackheads in and out. Nigga, crackheads used to fucking babysit us. Wow. Yeah, facts. Like, all kind of people in and out the house. You know what I'm saying? Damn. We, I really grew up with my mama, though. Right. Yeah, for real, for real. I grew up with my T. Jones. How that, so how did she go about hiring a crackhead to babysit? Like, was it just because they it, charged the lowest rates because yeah, they're basically, broke? basically. It was the most convenient type. Like, it was the most convenient. If I went watching the kids, it would be probably like a crackhead or one of her homegirls or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. She ain't mean no, no, no ill will. And it was just like, shit, we just had to get it how we live. And also, it probably wasn't like a big deal that they were a crackhead, right? Yeah. Like, it was probably a lot of people doing crack around there. Yeah, a lot of people. Right. 
Yeah. yeah, it's always weird because like we talk about crackheads like it's like the, such a crazy bad thing to be. But no, nah, it ain't. They the you, most down to earth people. <laughs> they're the motherfuckers that I talk to, like dope right. fiends and shit. They the ones that got the most inspirational shit to say. Right. Versus everybody else that's on their high horse and shit on some bullshit. Don't even know they sales. Well, there's been times where I've been conversations with my friends and like we'd be talking about a crackhead like it's some crazy shit and they'll be mm -hmm. like my mom's a crackhead my dad was a crackhead yeah. and I'm like oh fuck like I'm yeah. sitting here talking about it like it's a totally different life form you know yeah, yeah. nah they, they be the ones with the most knowledge right you know what I'm saying yeah for real for real most That's of real. the crackheads I done been around damn the motherfuckers done had ups and down I know crackheads that was dope boys and done fell off and done put that shit in their nose and done hit that pipe that one time they just never bounced back yeah. That don't mean they don't got the knowledge that, you know what I'm saying? Once you've seen somebody go through that process, yeah. then it's hard to not think of them as a human being. Yeah. Mm. For real, for real. Definitely. So, okay, what kind of, what was school like for you uh, at that time? Shit. I wanted to, at that time, it was hard to go to school. Mm. Shit, I wanted to go to school and be motherfucking flying, you know what I'm saying? And, and be educated and shit, but shit going on at home, I couldn't even think straight, so now I'm out here. Trying to motherfucking scrape it up and put on some J's on my feet and all kind of shit. Look, feel good going to school. Like, you know what I'm saying? I ain't want to go to school no busted up ass shoes. So, right. They was going to school. I go doing a little hustling thing, do whatever I do. You know what I'm saying? Get me and my brother some clothes. You know what I'm saying? So he can want to go to school. He ain't want to go to school. Right. Fuck that nigga. I'm straight. Fuck this. He wanted to drop it. He dropped that in sixth grade. Wow, sixth grade. Yeah. What about you? How many, what grade do you make it to? Shit, I made it to like the 11 to say, fuck this shit. Really? Yeah, yeah, cause well, shit, it, it, not encouraging nobody not to go to school or nothing. It just, right. I was already, I learned so much how the world was already. It was like, bro, I really don't need this shit. Right. You feel me? Did you feel like, like, th that that was the main reason that made you step away from it? Was there any particular incident that kind of pushed you over the edge and you were like, I'm just, I'm done with this? Nah, it wasn't no particular incident. It was just like, shit, I'm tired of these damn kids. Mm. These kids, I just don't, I didn't relate to them. Like, they, I feel like I was already, so much ahead of them from the shit that I've been through, like, you know what I'm saying, outside of school, I feel like they was, you know what I'm saying, in that whole faking and acting like they was something they wasn't. It's like, hell, nah, I ain't that, bro, I don't relate. So, like, this school, this high school in Dallas, was it like you were going to school with kids from nice areas as well as poor yeah. areas? Hell, no. Nah. No, it was mostly just poor areas? It was poor areas. <laughs> but you still couldn't relate to them? I couldn't relate to them. They was on some bullshit. Right. Were you uh were you like a popular kid in school? Or like now I look popular, at you and it was, seems like you would be that kind of person. But yeah. what were you like then? A popular loner. Like I can hang with the popular kids. I can hang with whoever I want to. But mm. I always like throughout life I always had my own little wave. I never rode nobody else's wave. I never had to go hang with these niggas to be who I am. I never had to go. You know what I'm saying? I was popular though. I had them hoes. Mm. One thing I had was them hoes, and I was smart. Right. Yeah. yeah. What uh when you talk about like having to scramble up some money as a young guy like what was your earliest hustles shit nigga one of my earliest hustles was shit you know like had school be having the football teams and shit right i ain't play football i sucked this shit like when i did play football they had me as center i was trash bro i was the center little ass kid playing center like passing the ball underneath his legs and shit on the line but anyways one of my first hustles was uh i used to lie and be like yeah I play football for such and such school, you know what I'm saying? And I motherfucking had like printed out me a motherfucking paper and put it on the front of her, donate to our football team and put the school or uh, football team logo and go in front of the stores and be like, yo, uh, I'm trying to get some jerseys. I'm trying to get this, this, that, and the third. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Probably made like $200 a day. Selling candy or just no, taking donations? Just taking donations, oh, straight okay. up donations. Damn, so you weren't even selling anything. That's Hell pretty no. amazing, yeah. 
Fast talking. Because there, when I had the store on Melrose, there would be kids out in front trying to sell candy, acting like they were on all kinds of sports teams every yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. Every day for like three, four years, I would see them on this hustle. But they were selling candy, so I mean, you could give it to them. But like, I would have like a friend come to town. I walk outside and they'd be like giving them a hundred dollars for some candy. I'd be like, Yeah. All right, sure, whatever. See, can't knock them. At least they ain't robbing and shit. Yeah, definitely. But you were doing that for years? You, you never got caught for doing that? I mean, they, shit, I, I did get caught for doing it, but shit, I just go to another store. <laughs> what they gonna do? But like, they would just kick you out. They wouldn't be like, yeah, oh, like, you're lying? You can't lying? come up here no more. Yeah. I'm like, shit, nigga, at least I ain't robbing y'all. I could be robbing y'all ass. Right. But I'm not doing it. I'm asking y'all politely. Right. Donate to the team. I went to a Target kind of in the hood the other day, and there was so many fucking kids selling random shit outside, and I'm like, I cannot believe they just let you do this here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's like shit. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Can't knock their hustle. So, okay, anything else, though, that you're doing as a young man? Oh, uh, shit. <laughs> Stealing dogs. Dogs, wow. Like the dude who fucking shot Lady Gaga's dog walker? <laughs> that was you? <laughs> Man, I was little, but I ain't doing it. Look, we were stealing dogs. We stole all kind of dogs, jockeys, bully pits, all anything. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like from outside people's houses, or you would like pull the strap out on them? Hell no. Ain't, <laughs> no, I ain't putting no strap in there. We, we too slick. But did it. you hear that's what they did to Lady Gaga's dog walker? Yeah. <laughs> What kind of dog she had? I don't know. Some expensive-ass dog, though. Oh, yeah. See, she would have got in the hood, too. Yeah. She was in a super nice neighborhood. But the see? pandemic and shit, they'd be just going to different neighborhoods and just getting it in. Yeah. That's how it go. Damn. That's how it go, for real. But, but yeah, we was stealing dogs and shit. And, uh, shit, we was stealing uh, bully pits. We would steal them and sell them to the dope boys and shit. And them niggas are motherfucking... Jank the shit out of us. And we, they'll know them hoes go for, like, 5000 and 10000 They'll sell They'll give us, like... Hundred dollars for bully right. piss. Yeah, yeah. But you were probably happy about it, right? Happy as fuck. <laughs> but we, when we figured it out, we got the ass back. Though me, and my brother, we got the ass back. We uh, we found some motherfucking mutts in the back in, in our backyard. They was some blue pit, like they was some blue mutts. But motherfucking the dope boys always wanted blue pits. We were like, yeah, we got some more bully pits. You know what I'm saying? We brought them around there. Hey, them young niggas got some more bully pits. Nigga, I swear to God, he holds so the motherfuckers grew up, ears all flapping and shit. <laughs> I seen one of the motherfuckers, the motherfucker had uh, the dope boy say, man, what the fuck wrong with this dog? We need our motherfucking money back. So why y'all need y'all money back, man? He said, man, this dog done ate some crack and this bitch ears big. It don't look shit like the last one you sold us. <laughs> that motherfucker was leaning over like, yeah, ate some crack or some shit. And that bitch was leaning over like, the ears are flat. He said, man, I don't want this shit on protect shit. He said, I have been stuck in that position all day. Right. For real, but yeah. Wow, that's a good hustle. You could go to yeah, every different city in America and bust that hustle out. Like a motherfucker. Develop some trust and then just sell them a bunch of bootleg dogs. Bootleg dogs. <laughs> you gonna win. Wow. That shit got me through. That shit, I got all my school clothes off of that shit. I was doing all kind of shit. Wow. That's fire. Yeah. Um. Okay, so what what did you do when you dropped out of high school in 11th grade? Shit, I was just, shit, more hustling. Uh-huh. <laughs> More hustling. That's what a nigga really had to survive. Right. You know what I'm saying? But shit, niggas just doing all different kind of shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I'm a little hoes. You know what I'm saying? Different kind of female looking out for a nigga. You know what I'm saying? Mm. You know what I'm Borrowing saying? some some Acuras and shit. Yeah, 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 nigga, borrow Acuras. <laughs> Let me borrow Let that me Civic for the summer. Oh, God. <laughs> for real, for real. I would always look up to my friends who were able to bust that out. They would meet a girl at the grocery store, and all of a sudden they're borrowing her car for yeah, a few yeah. months. Yeah. Mine went for a few months. I motherfucking move in. Come on. <laughs> I need your car. <laughs> oh, God. So, like, in Dallas, is there, like, pressure to, like, join the gang when you're young? Or is it not really like that as much? I mean, it's like that. But, shit, you know how to survive on your own. You ain't no, ain't no pressure. You know what I'm saying? Right. 
ain't, ain't really no present shit. Most niggas that be present to, to join the gang is the niggas that really be can't stand on their own sometime or you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? They feel like it's pressure, but if you can stand on your own shit, you make your own decision. Right, definitely. You know what I'm saying? You a side of nigga. Were you thinking about rap and music during all this? Uh, yeah, I was thinking about rapping music. I was thinking about just doing music. I didn't think I was gonna take it nowhere for. Really? Yeah, yeah. So it just like occurred to you that you had some talent, or what, what was your thought process at that time? Yeah. Like, you just messing around, rapping with your friends a little bit? I always knew I had talent. Like, type of person I am, bro, I'm naturally talented at whatever I do, besides sports. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? Like, nigga was in school, and I was the smartest in school, mate. You know what I'm saying? Straight A's and shit. You know what I'm saying? I did poetry, all kind of shit. Really? Yeah, yeah. I did everything. That's interesting that you you had that talent, but you were kind of forced to be doing all this other shit to mm -hmm. just get some bread. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But you know, that's the shit that made a nigga though. But when did it start really clicking for you? Like, all right, I could actually pursue this. Like, when did you record a song or get in the shit. studio? Or? Uh, my uncle, his motherfucking ass, uh, he used to make beats and shit. He been around a lot of different rappers and stuff, you know what I'm saying? And uh, he was at home making beats on the little piano and shit, uh, playing it and shit. And I'm in the house just playing, freestyling and shit. He kept on looking at me and I'm like, shit, what's up? He was like, keep on going, keep on saying what you saying. I was just saying a whole bunch of metaphor, you know, nigga on this Lil Wayne shit. Around that time, it was like Lil Wayne was a nigga, so you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I was on my Lil Wayne shit, just saying a whole bunch of metaphors. He said, damn, bro, you, you can rap. He said, man, man I'm, I'm gonna play a beat. Just say the same thing you doing on the, uh, say the same thing you saying uh, while the beat playing. I'm going to say, boy, you can rap. And I'm looking at, you know what I'm saying? My uh, other uncle looking at me like, damn, nigga can go for real. I ain't never rap in front of nobody, so I was just like, shit, I'm just thinking, I'm just, you know what I'm saying? But they confirmed it. I'm seeing a look on their face, they confirmed, like, oh, bro, you got some. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I just kept on writing and perfecting and shit, you know what I'm saying? That's interesting that that was their impression of you super early on, because when I started listening to your shit, that's the same thing I said, was like, damn, like, he can really rap, like, he has a very distinct voice, tone, flow, everything sounded, like, very, very on point from as soon as I heard you. Yeah, like, right after school, because you, you had said something, but right after school, nigga, uh, that's what I did. I went and got me a microphone with all that money I was doing, with all that money I was doing all that other shit with, Right. you know what I'm saying? I went to go get me a microphone. I made my, I looked on YouTube. I probably like 17, 16. I looked on YouTube, made my own studio. You know what I'm saying? Stole the program off of the, uh, you know what I'm saying? Nigga gotta, nigga always taking some shit, but shit, when you <laughs> try to get somewhere, nigga gotta take something. So, yeah, yeah. so I stole the program off of, uh, off of uh, whatever the fuck it was. I think it was Pro Tools or some shit. Right. Or Sony 4 Vegas or whatever it was. And I had the little microphone, little blueberry microphone, went to go buy that hoe from a uh, guitar center. Uh -huh. Set that bitch up in my mama's living room and just went to work. So you just figured it all out on your own. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, everything. I figured out everything on my own. Right. So then you just start going to work, practicing and recording, or what was that like? Yeah, practicing recording. I was just, shit. I uh, listened to like a whole bunch of like older, older rappers and shit. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Cause my stepdad, this nigga motherfucking used to like play a whole bunch of old school music every motherfucking morning. Like nonstop, bro. Like that shit was brainwashing niggas. So <laughs> I just copy out what the fuck they doing and try to add a little young, a young style to it. You feel what I'm saying? I just go on that bit, you know what I'm saying? Copy off a little, like try to do some shit like Lil Wayne, but add some eight ball and MJG mixed with the shit and try to, right. you know what I'm saying? Do some shit like that. That's dope that you have like a frame of reference that goes back that far because so many people I talk to like just don't really seem like they know about anything from back in the day. Yeah, nah, I study that shit. I love that shit. I wish I was born in that era. Mm. Yeah. You feel like an old soul, kind of? I am an old soul. <laughs> I've been here for thousands of years. I can see it. Yeah, for real. Definitely. Um, 
Okay, but where were you getting beats from at that time? You just downloading shit off YouTube? Snatching them bitches off YouTube. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Right. Any kind of beat I find, just rap to it. I don't care if it was a pop type beat. Any kind of beat I find, I just practice trying to rap to it. Right. Every day. Yeah, and, yeah. and so then, does does like does it start to make sense at any point? Are you putting your stuff online? Like when do you start to get some kind of reaction from people? Oh yeah, see, I started putting it on putting it on Facebook like mm. in twenty, like in twenty eleven. Yeah, y'all start putting it on Facebook and shit. People are like, damn, you can rap. You damn, can rap. you've been grinding that long since 2011, huh? Yeah, that's I've been having this tattoo over on my forehead, say G12 since like 2011, wow. 2012. Yeah, yeah, since I was young, but I always knew what the fuck I was gonna stand for in life. I was gonna grind this shit out. You feel me? Right. For real, for real. Damn. So during that time period, though, did you ever feel like you were at risk of giving up? Do you ever feel like you were done? I ain't my soul wouldn't let me stop. It was it was just nigga had to go through more uh more obstacles and shit. Like you know what I'm saying? I feel like God was like, nah, not right now. I ain't gonna give you this right now because you ain't it's some more shit I gotta show you. Right. So I ain't feel like I was gonna give up. I just feel like shit, he's just teaching me some more shit that I can use and lessons that and experiences that I can use for when I do get there so I ain't gotta go through that other shit the motherfuckers just not going through that's already up there. Right. Were, were there a lot of times where you kinda were sitting there just feeling like my music's good enough? Like why am I not getting noticed over other people who might not be as talented as me? Hey yeah. Hey yeah. There was a lot of times like that. I'm like, damn, this nigga suck. <laughs> this nigga ass, bro. Right. Cornball. Mm. But you know what I'm saying? No hating that nigga, everybody got their little you know what I'm saying? Time. You know what I'm saying? So it's like shit, whatever he doing, he doing it right. You know what I'm saying? I don't think I can do is just sit back and learn and wait my turn. Right. You feel me? You sound very patient, especially when you consider that there's so many people in the rap game who basically like kind of cheat code their way into getting a bunch of attention through, you know, beefing or doing some weird ass skits and, and mm -hmm. trolling type shit on social media. Like, did that ever occur to you of like, maybe I should be doing some 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 suspect shit to oh, get attention. Nah. Fuck that. I ain't never do no suspect shit with no attention. But I mm. ain't that type of nigga. I, uh, I was already going viral. I figured I had to go viral. Mm. Yeah, I was just going viral. Like, you know what I'm saying? The same shit I was doing, you know what I'm saying? When I was getting motherfuckers to donate to my football team and shit and making them laugh about talking, I would just do the same shit on Facebook and shit and uh, Instagram, just talking, tell my stories and shit. You know what I'm saying? And shit, motherfuckers are by it. And it be true though. So you start blowing up on Facebook from just talking about your life? Yeah, just talking about my life. I was blowing up like 100,000 likes, 200,000, I mean, 200,000 shares and shit like. Really? Yeah, yeah. You felt like you blew up on Facebook before YouTube and shit? I did. Really? Yeah, yeah. They knew my, like, motherfuckers know my face before they knew my music. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's interesting. What was like, was there an example of something that you talked about on Facebook that, that blew up, like, that, that really, like, Seem to capture people's attention. A lot. Uh, shit, my first time getting high. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. A lot of motherfuckers was they like, cause I was like, you know what I'm saying? I was I was little, but I wasn't like a known. You know what I'm saying? I was known. Like I was getting like fifty thousand, sixty thousand shirts, and motherfuckers was stealing my content. Like, you know what I'm saying? Different pages and shit was stealing my content. Like, you know what I'm saying? And a few motherfucking rap, rap. Like, well, I'm gonna say, uh, YouTubers and shit was stealing my content, like copying off me and shit. But I'm like. You stole my content. I ain't tripping though. I got some more. But anyway, my first time getting high, uh, that big got like fifty thousand shares. Wow. Yeah. Was there any particular details about that that people seem to appreciate? Oh yeah, when I first got high, shit, me and my motherfucking brother, you know what I'm saying? We walking down the alley trying to find some dogs to steal. As usual. <laughs> As usual. You feel <laughs> what I'm saying? And it was these two Hispanic girls, you know, and uh, we walk. They like, what y'all bad ass doing in the alley? Y'all, what y'all doing? Like they were like, y'all, some dogs been coming up. Miss, we're like, nah, we ain't trying to steal no dogs. We ain't trying to do nothing like that. 
They were like, well, y'all smoke, y'all get high. They, they are way older than us, though. Uh-huh. They probably were like 16, 17. I mean, my brother was like 11 and 12, some shit like that. They were like, y'all smoke? I was like, hell yeah, we smoke. And I was like, nigga, we finna get some pussy, nigga. You better tell them we smoke. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So they were like, shit, y'all come back over here. We gonna smoke, blase, blase, blase. So I went home, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, nigga, we finna get some pussy. We finna fuck some foreign hoes, nigga. Nigga, it's just fly. Like, you gotta come back dressed and fly. So I go put on my best outfit and shit, you know what I'm saying? We come back, the bitch is in the backyard. Uh, they take us to like this little abandoned, uh, this big ass abandoned house. And they in the back of the motherfucking abandoned house. They got the weed and shit, you feel what I'm saying? But they pull out a, a Sprite bottle and they put some fall over that bitch. Uh-huh. You feel what I'm saying? They put a pen at the bottom of it and the Sprite bottle got some water in it. So I'm like, I'm like, damn, bro, these bitches finna have us smoking crack, bro. I don't know what the fuck it is. Right. So I'm thinking these hoes finna have us smoking crack or something. I'm like, God damn, we finna be fucked up. Some dope fiends and shit. So they sprinkled the motherfucking uh, weed on top of the little fall thing. And I'm like, shit, they hitting that hoe. Everybody hitting that bitch. You know what I'm saying? My brother hitting that hoe, he hitting that hoe. And me, whole time, I'm trying to impress the bitch. I'm like, nigga, we finna get some pussy. Now. I wanna impress the hoe. I'm a big chief. Now. I'm gonna smoke the shit out of this bitch. So showing them how I'm hitting that hoe. Hitting that hoe. Hitting the shit out of that bitch. Now, I'm, Man, I swear to God, about 15 minutes later, I'm hiding a bitch. <laughs> Everybody looking at me like, damn, nigga, slow down while I'm hitting the bitch. Yeah. Like, damn, nigga, slow down. But nigga, I swear to God, nigga, I forgot all about the motherfucking pussy. Yeah. I forgot all about the pussy. Weed, smoking too much weed is definitely something that's caused me to forget all about the pussy a few times in my life. Yeah. Nah, for real. <laughs> <laughs> you get a little too high, that's the last nah. thing on your mind all of a sudden, yep. Yeah. Damn, that's fucking hilarious. Yeah, yeah, but nigga, after that shit... <clears throat> That shit had me running like I was I was so noisy I couldn't feel my heart beating no more. So, you know what I'm saying? A nigga ran off, you know what I'm saying? Like I ran home. I forgot about the hoes and everything. <laughs> I brought to my bro, where you going, bro? Where you going? Nigga, I'm running home. I'm, nigga, I can't feel my heart beating. Now. I'm running fast in the bitch, you know what I'm saying? Right. Get home, mama tell me what's wrong with you. All that mean, I'm, I'm crying and shit. Was she mad about, at you for smoking or she was just... I, she was laughing at me, talking about <laughs> me need some milk. I'm crying and shit. <laughs> my baby. I said, she said, who'd you get high with? I said, some, I said, some Mexican girls got me high. Some motherfucking Mexican girls got you high. Where they? I said, I don't know. My brother coming in the house, he, cause he, he, he could take this shit. I couldn't, I, cause I was hitting the shit out of him. He told me, I, I told, I ain't gonna lie, I kind of told him, my brother. I say, uh, I say, man, he got high with me too. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? He told me, I, I ain't get high, but he get hot in the bitch. He coming in the house like, I ain't get high, he lying. Hot in the bitch. <laughs> I'm the one tweaking and shit, doped up, man, on everything. But your mom, you guys smoking weed wasn't the biggest concern for her because she had other problems going on? Yeah, she had other problems going on. She was just like, shit, it's just a, it's just a lesson. You yeah. feel what I'm saying? And if your kid smokes weed and hates it, that seems like a probably a pretty good thing. Like yeah. Maybe they won't smoke as much weed after that? Yeah, I did after it again. I ain't gonna lie, my dumb ass tried it again. The, the same method out of the bottle? No, nah, not that, nah, <laughs> hell no. Nah. <laughs> I think that's what it was, the right. bottle. You, yeah. you still smoke now, though, or are you? Nah, I don't be smoking like that. Really? Man. When did that stop? It stopped shit. I still be getting paranoid off of that shit sometimes. Right. You feel what I'm saying? I don't smoke. I eat an edible or some shit. Oh, really? Well, yeah. actually, right here, we have some edibles for you. Let me go. On. Shout out to our friends over at 2020. Let me go. On. This one Let actually see. is already open, too, if you want to grab it I'm out there. Me high here. I'm trying to go see a movie later on. Man, Ruga was in here the other day, and he ate fucking five or six of them, and I don't think, I don't know what happened to him afterwards, but it wasn't pretty. Oh, yeah. He hold, he hold it. Yeah. Only thing I don't like about the... Uh, like smoking, that should be the cotton mouth shit. That should have a nigga mouth dry as hell. Yeah, definitely. I, I drink so much goddamn water when we're in here smoking all day, just chilling. Mm-hmm. It's kind of overwhelming. Oh, here we go. See, she's addicted to him too, so she knows. Oh, he hold. Yeah, that's it. Don't he hold press him. 
I probably will. One at a time. I would say like do like one an hour until you feel like you're really high. Because after that, mm. yeah. Tastes good though, right? Yeah, hey, yeah, Whedon. I know. You can't even tell that it's got Whedon in it. That's kind of the craziest part. And I ate a motherfucking uh, a chocolate, uh, chocolate one of them motherfuckers. Homegirl told me to eat, only eat a piece of, you know, the chocolate bars. Mm-hmm. She told me to eat a piece of it. I ate the whole half of the bit. Uh-oh. I was slumped. It ain't half for three days. I look at my phone, everybody calling me. Yeah. Three days? Three days. Holy shit. Hot in a bitch. I did like 24 hours the first time I did it. Damn. I was out. But uh, three days? Three days. Damn. That's impressive. Uh, I can understand why you slowed down on that. Yeah. But okay, back back to the music though. Like when did... So you you got a taste of what it was like to go viral on Facebook and shit, start building up a name like that. Mm-hmm. At that point, like, was your music not really uh, that popping yet? At that point, like, how it, did the music become popping? The music, it was popping. It was popping, like, before I even was going viral, but it just went as fast as the mm-hmm. be talking and shit and showing my face and shit. You know what I'm saying? And I, I really, like, I could afford, I could afford a music video, but I was just so into just getting it so quick. It was like, man, fuck that on. Right. You know what I'm saying? I want to be big quick. Shit, you know what I'm saying? They knew my music. I had a little fan base already, but you know what I'm saying? I built a, a bigger fan base by just talking and then had to try to find a way to convert it into my uh, talking shit, into my music shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? How'd you get to the point you're at now, though, where you got all these songs with millions of plays and shit? Shit, God. That's all I can tell you, because I ain't even... There's nothing that comes to mind that you were particularly thankful for? You just kept grinding, or how did it go? Just kept on grinding. Mm. I had nigga had fell off and everything after after the comedy shit and shit. A nigga had fell off. Nigga had a whole bunch of paper like a motherfucker. But shit, you know what I'm saying? All my partners had went to you know what I'm saying where they went to and shit like that. Nigga had kind of fell off and had to slow down on the shit I was doing. So I had to shake back like you know what I'm saying. Get my mind right and shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? God put a nigga through some more lessons and it gave me more shit to talk about. And you know what I'm saying? Nigga shook back and yeah. It seems like you're really smart about using all the social networks because you also you're big on TikTok. You kind of got your startup Facebook. Like mm-hmm. your fucking YouTube numbers are pretty crazy. Like, how have you used TikTok? Like, use that in any particular way to get your shit more more popular? Shit, it's shit. It speak for itself. Like you know what I'm saying. You can see what I'm doing. Yeah. Feel what I'm saying. I just ain't gonna give a nigga no just the whole formula. Like you see it, you see it. <laughs> right. You feel me? But just using like from your perspective. You got to be on all these different social platforms and just to. use it to all drive attention back to the music. Yeah, that's the that's the that's the thing about being an independent artist. You got to take advantage of every motherfucking thing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Me, but I always been like that in life though. Like throughout my whole life, I take advantage of everything. You feel what I'm saying? Take advantage of nigga. You want to be around us, nigga? Like if I got a partner, you want to be around us, nigga. You got to make yourself useful. Cause a bitch, you want to be around me? You got to make yourself useful. I'm finna use your car. I'm finna do something, but you ain't just finna be around me. I ain't finna just. You feel what I'm saying? So everything around me, I got to use it, like, some kind of way. Right. Because a nigga got a bigger plan to get to where I'm trying to go, like, you know what I'm saying? Definitely. Like, w- one thing that I've heard from uh, various Texas artists over the years is that the Texas scene, like, the OGs don't necessarily, like, want to support the younger artists or reach out to younger artists. Would would you say that that's been your experience? Hey, yeah. Mm. Hey, yeah. I ain't gonna lie. Like, I love Texas and everything, but, you know, it's like a... But I'm a, I ain't gonna say the whole Texas because I ain't never just been all, all in Houston and all, you know what I'm saying? Mm. But I'm gonna say, like, you know what I'm saying? From where a nigga from, like, it ain't like that. It like, it like, you know what I'm saying? Some hating shit be going on, and you know what I'm saying? I don't be too much fooling with it. I remember I used to go to studios and shit, and niggas used to, like, not want me to come back to the studios because you now I was going too hard. Right. You feel what I'm saying? 
or a nigga try to do some shit like, you know what I'm saying? Just keep keep a nigga down. Like, don't want to be outside. You feel what I'm saying? Right. So it's just like, shit, I'll find my own way in, no matter what. Like, I don't give a damn. Have you had a lot of people try to sign you over the years and shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They thought I was dumb. <laughs> I look at the ass and say, nigga try to sign. And these niggas think a nigga dumb, but I'm far from it. Putting some bullshit ass contracts in front of you? Yeah, nigga off me 200,000, 300,000. I'm talking about this before me even blowing up big, they heard my sound. Uh. I was like, boy, you, you got 300,000, and you got these other niggas over here. Look at you, you got 300,000, and you ain't even, you don't even look like shit. Mm. So why would I, you don't got no resources or nothing, bro. Like, you ain't right. got nothing. How could you help me? I can help myself. Has, has there anybody, been anybody that you really thought about signing to? Or, or are, are you signed by a label now? No. No, you still haven't done it? No, hell no. Really? But are you and getting, then, you're probably getting offers at this point from more like legit labels and shit, right? Yeah, I ain't, see me, like, I ain't gonna lie. I don't, I don't be, I don't be want to put names on the table and shit, but it's like, yo, like, yeah, a lot of offers, like a lot of offers from a lot of people, like, you know what I'm saying? But I never say their name or nothing, but it's like, yo. But like, is it tempting at this point to actually sign somebody? No. Really? Hell you're nah. that comfortable independent or what is yes, it? Yes, because I know what I'm capable of now. Mm. See, motherfuckers, like people, by, by me being so independent and not depending on people and having to depend on myself, I learned, I figured out what I'm really capable of and what I, what I know how to do. So it's like, a, nah, it ain't nothing you can offer me to, you know what I'm saying, give in because I know what I can do by myself. You don't mm. have to come with that paper. Yeah, because I mean, but the, there is like the possibility of you being able to maybe make it to like a really crazy level in terms of being a bigger artist, and that seems like the thing that's hard to get to if you don't sign with a label at a certain point, right? Yeah, for real, for real. But you feel like you still have a lot of building left to do as an independent artist? Yeah, I like the grind. I like the grind. Right. If I'm grinding too hard, I like it. It would keep me going. If it, if it was easy, I probably wouldn't even appreciate it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. Um. Have you pretty much not worked with any like big artists so far up to this point? I ain't worked with no big artists. Have you had the offers? Have you thought about reaching out to people? It feels like if you were to like go get a verse from blank bigger artists that probably a shitload more people would have their eyeballs on you and you might gain a ton of fans like that. I feel like you could outshine a lot of bigger artists on, on a song. Yeah, I ain't gonna say, you know, I don't, <laughs> obviously you don't want to necessarily say that, but you know, you know we'll, we'll be naked, naked, I ain't, you know what I'm saying? It is a lot of artists that I do want to work with, though. Mm. You know what I'm saying? A lot of artists that inspire me, you feel what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, they the big ones. I'm the, I'm, well, I'm at the level I'm at right now. I ain't gonna say they bigger than me. I'm at the level I'm at right now. Shit, they gotta reach out to me. I'm not gonna, I don't just be doing shit like that, because, you know, I made it this far. You think you got too much pride sometimes? Hey, yeah. <laughs> I know I got too much pride. Like, I ain't gonna lie. That's what making nigga go so hard, because it's like, shit, I don't like to be told no. I don't like to be rejected. And I don't like a nigga to do like this over my head. Like, oh, look what I got. It's like, nigga, fuck what you got. Right. If we, if we can't, you know what I'm saying, come together on some shit, then nigga, fuck you. I do it myself. Mm, definitely. Yeah, because I mean, it's got to feel pretty crazy that you've been grinding for like over 10 years and that you're really starting to hit your stride now, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because it's what I pray for, though. Right. Yeah, it's what I pray for. God, God, you know what I'm saying, help the nigga through this shit. Mm. Feel me? What's been, like, the most important shit that you've learned in terms of recording, in terms of the actual music, like, things that you've sort of realized about making music that have helped you to make your shit better? Uh... Shit, I just mixed with, when I was using my stories because at first I used to make make music. And I used to just try to like I ain't gonna say gimmicky shit, but it was trying to like just make something that can just pop real quick. 
know what I'm saying? It'll still be talking about my life, but it's just something to make it pop real quick. But mm -hmm. I started noticing, like, nigga, I had to, you know what I'm saying, pop my shit and, you know what I'm saying, talk about more relatable shit, talk about what I actually been through and shit, you feel what I'm saying? Instead of this old bullshit over here, like, you know what I'm saying, just that gimmicky shit. Right. I ain't like it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I wasn't fucking with it, so. It would be kind of easy for you to make that sort of stuff, but you prefer to go I, more in-depth? Yeah, more in-depth, yeah. Interesting. Mm -hmm. You been through a lot of heartbreak and shit? It seems like that comes out in the music. Yeah, yeah, been through a lot of heartbreak, headache, nigga, all kind of shit, trials and tribulations, some fucked up shit that can't be televised. Yeah, when I was listening to that song, Crazy Mood, that, that's probably one of my favorite songs of yours. Yeah. And it, I felt like you were really telling us about the betrayal that you've been through and, and yeah, that, that was like a pretty big lesson for you to learn. Yep. Yeah, shit. Was that about a situation in particular? About situations now, situations back then, situations, all kind of shit. Nigga, bitches jumping ship on a nigga when a nigga lose all his money. Mm. Fake ass partners trying to motherfucking get down on a nigga, not even people that I see they trying to get down. Or fake ass niggas that want to jump from click to click when you up. Nigga come around and act like they fucking with you, but when you low, they can have some money and won't even break you out even if you broke them off and taught them how to get money and shit. You feel what I'm saying? Mm. Family members and shit be on some bullshit. Lame ass shit, you know what I'm talking about? Damn. Is it hard for you? Has it ever been hard for you to like stay focused on the music when you're dealing with so much shit in your personal life that we probably don't mostly know about? Shit, uh, nah, I just go right about the shit. That's that's the one consistent thing for you is you just always yeah. get back in the studio? Just get back in the, but even when I, but when I couldn't get back in the studio, I was so motherfucking broke once upon a time that I couldn't even get to the studio. You still record in the crib and to I, this day or you're over now? I recorded on my phone. Oh yeah? Yeah, yeah, like making songs on my phone and writing shit. Like, I'm gonna turn this into a song one day. Mm. I'm gonna, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I kept on going though. Everything I was going through, I kept on writing. That's why I got so much shit to talk about. How'd you go broke? Shit, fucking with motherfucking people and, you know what I'm saying? Spending money on people that I thought motherfucking loved a nigga and they really didn't. Wouldn't even help a nigga shake back or nothing. And then, you know, the shit a nigga was doing was getting played out. So a nigga had to find a new hustle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but shit. Motherfucking people that did find a hustle, they ain't put me on they hustle. You feel what I'm saying? They just they really low key rather rather see a nigga foul and stall because you know they know I was going to outshine them either way it went. Yeah, it's a tough realization when you realize that you would have done anything for somebody and that they didn't really feel the same. They were just being opportunistic and taking what they could from you in that moment. Mm -hmm. And then turn their ass. Mm. Yeah, that's but it's a, cool though. That's a tough lesson to learn because it'll make you never want to really like go all out for somebody yeah. ever again after that. Ever again. Except the ones that stayed down though. Mm. For real, for real. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, okay, you, uh, also I wanted to ask about this is, uh, what's up with you and Alexander McQueen? Oh, I and just the, like this that, shit. You love it though. I you wear like, it, like every every video I think I've seen you had it on. Alexander McQueen, I just like Alexander McQueen. Shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I even put it in the song that she want to be McQueen, Alexander, but I don't got no feeling. Yeah, hey, I just like this shit. I think when I, I think I heard you say that, and that made me realize, like, oh, okay, like it's not just a coincidence that he's been wearing this shit all the time. I love that clothing now for some reason. Interesting. Yeah. You got anything else that you tend to spend money on at this point in your life? Shit, my motherfucking uh, kids. Oh, how many kids you got? I got three kids. What ages? Yeah, one, one, five, and seven. Wow. No, nah, I'm tripping. Not one, five, three. Five and seven. I think that's the ages. Okay. One and three is a pretty big difference. Yeah, I know. I'm, <laughs> I'm over it, man. That motherfucking edible kicking in, bro. I think it's the pandemic. 
Mm. You've been locked down. You just can't even remember one, three. I don't know how long. How long has it been going? Yeah. Um. Damn. But so does that like motivate the shit out of you to like really try to keep going hard with your career, just knowing that you gotta take care of these kids? Yeah, yeah. Mm. I don't want them to go through the shit I went through. I want them to have like a somebody they can lean on, nigga. I shit. I ain't had no motherfucking daddy. You know what I'm saying? Mama was always trying to work and shit. So like shit, nigga. Fuck that shit. My son ain't gonna go through this shit. Mm. You know what I'm talking about? I don't want him to have to go do the shit I was doing to try to get some paper. You know what I'm saying? I don't want the other kids. I don't want. I don't want my other kids to. You know what I'm saying? Doing, going through nothing. That you know what I'm saying? You gotta keep him out that dog theft game. Nah, for real. That dog, I gotta keep him out of that <laughs> shit. Hey, I got shot at one time trying to steal a dog. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I'm not surprised though. People love their fucking dogs. Yeah. <laughs> you know? For real. Damn, that's crazy. I like, I like they dog. What are you uh, working on nowadays? You got the Pain Cobain tape. Uh, what, how long ago did that come out? Shit, it came out probably like, I think, four months ago. Three okay. Months ago. You still you working on another project now, or what are you thinking yeah, about right now? Shit, I'm going to drop something like real soon. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to drop some shit like pressure, pressure shit. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's an interesting situation for you because you have your YouTube stuff doing so good consistently. You're doing so good on social media. But, like, what, what do you feel like you need to do to kind of take your career to the next level uh shit i'm gonna have to motherfucking get like interactive mm-hmm. like you know what i'm saying start interacting with you know what i'm saying people more i gotta put my pride to the side you feel what i'm saying mm-hmm. even though a nigga like stand out for i just know like i gotta put my pride to the side and just you know what i'm saying be social get out there a little bit more yeah hey, yo that's one of the craziest like things. One of the craziest things that you realize at a certain point is that like the music game or really any industry you get into is basically the whole objective is to make people like you yep. and to just form relationships with people. And you know, a lot of those relationships are going to be sort of fake, but to just like re- like that that is the shit that'll basically make, make or break you, your career yeah. is, is the connections that you have to people. And it always like for me, it took a long time to realize that. Yeah. Mm. I don't know shit. Nigga be just, nigga been through so much, so it don't necessarily be the, it don't be the, like, I don't just fuck with people being like, shit, I'm standoffish, because it's like, nigga, I don't know what your attentions is. Like, you know mm. what I'm saying? Like, and I be feeling like everybody yeah, on some fuck shit. Mm. Yeah. Do you feel like, is it important for you to put the city slash the state on your back? You think, Hell no. Nah. You don't care about like that? Nope. Nigga, nigga ain't, they ain't, they ain't put me on their back. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? I'm grinding toward O'Shea. You feel what I'm saying? You fuck with me, you fuck with me. You feel what I'm saying? But I, don't, I don't believe that shit because motherfuckers had a chance to fuck with a nigga and they didn't. So it'd be like, you know what I'm saying? I don't believe in that shit. That's a real answer right there. You feel what I'm saying? I respect it. Yeah. For sure. But I love my motherfucking city though. Because mm. it taught me a lot, but I don't feel obligated. You know how a lot of niggas I always go back and try to, nah, nigga, I ain't trying to pull shit to y'all niggas. Mm. Feel me? A lot of people, that's like their first and their list of priorities is like basically put the city on. They always say that. Like, I just uh-huh. want to put the city on. It's like, be honest. You're trying to put yourself on and, you know, maybe yeah. maybe the city a little bit if you can. Yeah. Like, it's a, it's going to happen. Like, if, if a nigga get, when, when, not if, but when a nigga get bigger, nigga going, you know what I'm saying, come back and look at it. But I'm not obligated to do a motherfucking thing for nobody. You feel what I'm saying? Except the motherfuckers that actually help the nigga get to where I'm at. Definitely. I don't feel like no, nah, bro. For yeah. sure. The grind too hard. How long has that been part of your name, and when did you take that on? Oh, uh, it been part of well, the grind too hard. 
it's been my lifestyle. You feel what I'm saying? It's been my whole, when I got a tattoo on my face when I was like 17, and I had motherfucking 15 other niggas get it tattered on them too. All your friends, like you, you created it, and then you had all your friends it get it too. All my friends got got it tatted on them. Really? I got niggas in jail right now, probably like hundred niggas with G two H tatted on them. Really? Yeah, hey, yeah. Wow. So that's what you're doing it for? Yeah. No, I'm doing it for me. <laughs> if I'm doing it. I got to do it for myself first to even be able to help them. Right. You feel me? That's impressive, them, though. They're my niggas, though. That that many people were believing in you that that early in your career. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, for real. That's fine. Well, I definitely got a lot of faith in you. I think you're going to blow up, to be totally honest. I yeah. think you're going nowhere but up. So mm-hmm. much respect and uh, best wishes in, in figuring all this shit out. So for so. For sure. Hey, yeah. My man, O'Shea. O'Shea, nigga. Ryan Too Hard, O'Shea. I got it now. I said it right by the end. So for so. No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world. Check us on YouTube, SoundCloud, Patreon, all that shit. Like, comment, subscribe, nojumper.com, and go turn my man up on Spotify and YouTube and all that shit. Hey, what's up, what's up? Pow. All right.